Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's day 69. Thank you if you are a returning listener and if you're new, welcome and also thank you to you. Um, for those of you that have been here for a while, you'll know that um, the book that I keep telling you not to buy, don't buy it. I'm doing a giveaway on day 100. Um, the first book that I wrote, Reasons to be Cheerful, part one, I've been using that. I, I began using it as my kind of guide because I wasn't sure how I was going to do daily podcasting. And I thought, well, I've written these books and why don't I take the first one and take um, the pieces that I've written in there as a, as a topic for each day. And so um, this is the, the last um, piece in that book. And in the spirit of the kind of come find yourself, which is what this podcast is all about, really hoping that you will find some connection and think, oh, it's not just me. Um, and acknowledging that as things happen to us in our lives, sometimes you think, well, don't even know who I am anymore. <laughs> I'm Tony Kent. Um, and, and this piece um, deals with um, bereavement and how it feels um, to lose a friend. So this is a piece that um, it's really personal to me and I'm really proud of. Um, and I hope that it just captures a little essence of my beautiful friend. I dreamed about you again last night. We are laughing, you are funny, smiling, alive. And then I wake and realize in the darkness of the room that the reason I dream of you is because you are gone. We haven't been friends for that long in the grand scheme of things. Not for us the in-jokes of the playground, shared youth or drunken teenage holidays. We are grown-ups, mothers, when we meet for the first time. You live at the end of my road and yet the first time we say hello is when I recognise your car outside the nursery five miles away, the little white Aldi with a company number plate. As we talk, our boys grab one another and laugh and we realise that they are the ones the other is always talking about. They are buddies, little learners in nursery parlance and completely loony in each other's company. And once we've met each other for the first time, we seem to see each other all the time. I am admiring your vintage styled engagement ring and you tell me about your New Year's Eve wedding plans. Then you're back from your honeymoon and we're talking again and swapping stories of our shared wish to escape our corporate lives and you cheer me on so I take the plunge and you're not far behind. We drink tea in your kitchen out of bone china cups that are not crazed because you know how to spot a good one and this becomes the strength of your business and soon you're hiring out China to the BA Concord Lounge for the Queen's Jubilee and I'm excited that you've bagged a big one and you are laughing at the strangeness of it all. Then I'm trying to figure out Twitter and you sit down and teach me because you were taught by a friend who is a dentist and we laugh that I'm from IT and yet bloody clueless about this thing. And then I walk you through LinkedIn and we are evens, but you have nicer teeth and can refer me to your friend. And then there's a party between Christmas and New Year when you introduce me and my husband to your friends and you welcome us with champagne, then feed us red wine and cheese that your dad has sent to you. And the cheese doesn't work as a means to prevent drunkenness. And then we're bellowing out Rod Stewart songs and the children are embarrassed. And my husband has to look after us all, including my son, who has shut his finger in a door. And then I forget my handbag and have to sheepishly return to reclaim it. And I am mortified, but you are generous enough to say, it's not a problem. We're all a bit pissed. And then there's more tea and garden centre lunches and visits to soft play where our boys race around until they sweat. 
and their hair smells so good and their cheeks flush as if slapped. They are Spider-Man and Superman, Lightning McQueen and Mater, Thor and Captain America. We drink overpriced coffee and don't mind the expense as our boys are exhausted and we've had time to chat. You join a team of great women to walk the moonwalk and arrange events for the village that raise huge sums of money and at no point do you say poor me because you have had cancer. Then I'm out for a run and a Porsche whips around the corner and I see you in your other car before you see me because I have run these country roads for years and know to keep the volume on my iPod way down low so I can hear the roar of an engine and you go home and tell your husband that I was bloody running towards you and he agrees that I was on the correct side of the road but mental to be on that windy stretch. And we go to a barn dance and you're both using a Welsh accent and making me double up with laughter because you're singing a goldy looking chain song. And my friend thinks you're actually Welsh. And the barn dance ends too soon. So we buy more wine and head back to yours. And before I know it, you're both walking me the 200 metres home just to make sure I get back OK. And in the morning, my husband wants to know why there's a broken wine glass in the bin. It was your one for the road. We talk about school and the handful our boys will be together. It snows and snows and our husbands are pulling the boys up the lane on sledges. We are side by side in your kitchen of vintage china and family photographs. And you talk about your husband and how glad you are that he is here with his son and can do these kind of things. You take photos and videos and borrow my wellies, which is a mistake because a foot out of the door means you're fair game and a snowball is shoved down your back. For a week, your boy rides with mine to preschool and every morning you kiss him goodbye, both hands <clears throat> clasped to his face and tell him that you love him. And you say thank you when you don't need to and you take the time to match your headscarf to the rest of your outfit and we drink ludicrously strong coffee that makes my head swim. And the last time I see you, we don't hug but embrace. And we knew it might come, but it happens so quickly we are stopped in mid-sentence, my beautiful friend. Well, that was a hard one, wasn't it? Um, that is dedicated to the beautiful Belinda Harding-Perry and her fabulous family. See you tomorrow. <laughs>